You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 36 of the Savvy Social Podcast. Today's episode is all about social media automation, which is a hot topic. I'm all for it but strategically. So we're going to talk today about what that looks like. Now, this episode is brought to you by Social Report, which is my automation tool of choice. So we'll talk about how I use Social Report to automate all of our systems in today's podcast because it's the tool of choice for my team and I. And just a little caveat that we were using Social Report before they became a partner and a sponsor of the show. So just to let you guys know, we were fully on board before this partnership because they're an epic tool. So if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is just to give Social Report a try. It's a free 30-day trial. You can see if it works for you and uh, let us know what you think. All right, so automation. What does this word automation even mean? Well, to me, automation is an activity that you can schedule to happen at any time. So you don't have to be doing anything in real time. It's pre-scheduled, it's pre-done, okay? So some tasks on social media, we can definitely do that with. And the perks of automation is that it really creates more time for adding value in other areas, um, whether that be engaging on social media, whether that be um, doing other business building activities. By having that automation in place, we're allowing ourselves to give uh, value there. Also, automations allow us to have more time away from our devices, which is something that you guys know I'm a huge fan of. I'm going to link to my episode that I did at the end of 2019 that was talking about how you can spend less time on social media. I'm a huge advocate of that. And one of the things you can do is turn off your notifications. So I'll talk a little bit about my automations there to help you uh, manage social media. And uh, I also think automation is a really great way to optimize your social media presence. So it helps you streamline everything so that posts are going out on time, everything is smooth sailing, and you don't have to panic and think of something to do in real time. There are some downsides of automation, though. Automation can sometimes feel a little fake, it can feel a little impersonal or repetitive. Those are some words that I've gotten before. Curated, I've gotten that before, um, which is fine. Um, So I want to talk today about doing it smartly so you don't feel fake or impersonal or it doesn't feel too repetitive. Now, the easiest thing to automate and the best place to start if you're thinking about streamlining things is with your social media scheduling. So this is talking about your actual posts that you share on social media. One way you can streamline that is pre-schedule your posts. You can do this a week at a time. Some people do it a month at a time. I really wouldn't do more than that. Um, You can do like a whole year. I have one of my students in the Savvy Social School who's planning on doing his whole year. That's fine. You can do that as well. But you're you're pre-planning the posts from the caption to the time it's going to post to the image that's going to post with it or the link that's going to post with it with it or whatever you have you're pre-planning and you're scheduling all of that 
So you're basically allowing yourself the creativity to be in that moment, create your content, and then you're going to have the ability of that content to go out at whatever time you want. So for instance, if you want to share your new podcast episode every single Thursday, You don't actually have to log in on Thursday and share it. You could write that post on Monday and say, hey, fancy scheduling tool, I want you to share this at Thursday at 12 o'clock with this video and this caption, okay? So that's an automation that you can have in place that really streamlines things for you. Also, I like the scheduling automation because with a tool like Social Report, you can schedule it to multiple different platforms. So for instance, if I want the same message to go on Facebook and Instagram, I can easily do that with a tool like Social Report. Now what I don't want you to do is just copy and paste the exact same message because there are tweaks that you need to make for each platform. So that's where sometimes it can feel a little bit repetitive And you can have the same message, the same feeling, the same image even going out with that specific post, but just tweak it a little bit for the different platforms, which again is really easy to do in social report. Sorry, this isn't, I didn't mean this to turn into an ad, um, but I really like it because you have the same message and you can edit it for Instagram. For instance, on Instagram, I want it to say I uh, to access this, you know, free training or this podcast, or whatever, via the link in my bio. So you can't post a direct link in a Facebook, uh, sorry, in an Instagram post, you can reference that link in the bio and you easily can do that with a tool like social report. So yes, you can post to multiple platforms, but you're optimizing it for the multiple platforms. Uh, Another example would be a platform like Twitter where you only get so many characters. So you wanna make sure that your post fits within that character limit. So you may wanna go longer on Instagram, longer on Facebook, but have a little bit of a shorter message that goes out on Twitter, which is easy to do in social report. Again, you're still automating that entire process, so you don't have to log into each of those individual platforms at the time that your post is supposed to go out. You can just set it and forget it. What I don't want you to do with scheduling is to have a tool that auto-posts content for you. I've tested it out. It doesn't work. It doesn't ever really convert. And so what I'm talking about with the auto-posting content for you is there are some tools out there that scrapes content from a website, let's say your blog, for instance, and starts posting it for you. So it's going to take the blog title and a link to the blog and post it out or your podcast title and a link to that podcast and post it out. And what I find is those posts are not optimized. So while that tool may be scraping that information for you and posting it, even from external sources, you can have, for instance, um, a tool that posts Forbes articles in the business category for you. Yes, you can do that, but those posts are not optimized because it's just having the post title. It's not a social media friendly caption. And that that content is, you're, you're getting into the, the range of that content feeling impersonal. So I've tested this out before. If you scroll back on my Twitter feed, for instance, you'll definitely see some instances of this because I'm always testing and tweaking. Um, but for our clients, for instance, we're rewriting that, um, information into a post that's captivating. Why would someone click on that link? That's a question we're going to try to ask uh, inside of the caption itself, which is not something you can usually do with an auto posting feature. Now, Social Report does have this feature. I have tested out. What I like to do is actually have it save those posts as a draft, and then I'll go in and edit the post as well.
Okay, so now another thing you can do with this scheduling auto posting feature is that you can create content buckets. And I have an entire uh, course on evergreen content systems inside of the Savvy Social School. And this is one of the elements that I teach in that course, which is assigning content buckets to your evergreen content. So I'm going to explain this in the sense of my podcast. So I have, you know, this is episode number 36. So there's 35 other podcast episodes that I can easily talk about on social media. And I don't want to just talk about them once. I want to talk about them multiple times. So what I generally do is with a new podcast episode, I'll write the new post. So new episode, here's what it's all about. And then I'll also write a post that's evergreen that just says, are you interested in this topic? Here's benefits, why it would be interesting. And here's a link to the post. And then I add that to the queue. And I basically told Social Report, hey, I want you to pull from this queue or this content bucket every, let's say, I don't know, Monday at 5 p.m. and post it to Twitter for me. So I've automated that entire process. So Social Report knows where to look for that post. Social Report knows that I want it posted on Twitter at 5 p.m. And I've written the caption and selected an image to go with it. So I've taken away some of that impersonal feeling by customizing that entire strategy. So now I have 36 posts that can go out at that time. And that will be spread out throughout the year. And if you think about the year being 52 weeks, that means if for that particular day, I'm only ever going to double up on that post maybe twice a year. So you see what I'm saying? It may feel repetitive to you because you're looking at that content, but more often than not, our fans, our followers, or the people we're connected with are seeing hundreds of posts any given week. They're not going to remember that that one post you already posted again. So uh, definitely love this strategy because it reuses content we already have. Okay, so another element of automation that I want to talk about, and this is a huge no-no, is direct messaging. I keep seeing these direct messages coming in as an automation, especially on platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, where I will connect with someone and I instantly get a message promoting whatever it is they offer. To me, that's an instant no, because your message is not customized to me. I'm just getting to know you and it's really aggressive. It's an aggressive approach. So imagine yourself standing in line at someplace like Starbucks And then the person in front of you turns around and goes, hey, do you need a new roof? Buy my roof now at 1-800-ROOFING. Okay, I just made that up. But it feels really aggressive right now, right? Like most people are like, no, I don't want a roof. I don't even know you. This feels weird. This isn't the place to talk about roofs. That's what automation in direct messaging feels like. And I see this happen a lot with podcasters, so I'm calling you out, podcasters, stop doing this, because what happens is I follow you because I'm interested in podcasters, I like listening to podcasts, but the first uh, relationship that I have with you, the first moment interaction that I have with you is you saying, hey, listen to my show, subscribe on iTunes or Google Plus or like, no, I haven't decided if I wanted to do that yet. I'm just getting to know you right now. So it's a really huge ask for someone who's just getting to know you. So stop doing it. 
and I'm going to stay on that soapbox until you guys stop. So you may hear that in a future episode because you've got to stop direct messaging automations. Instead, try a personalized approach. So if you're running out of time to do a personalized approach, automate something else, automate your scheduling, whatever you need to do. The direct message should be personalized because, um, and I talk about this in the LinkedIn challenge, which you guys can access for free right now by going to onlinedrea.com slash LinkedIn. I talk about a direct messaging strategy that's personalized. And that is the approach that gets responses. That is the approach that actually get you new podcast listeners. And that's the approach that will get you on the phone with potential clients or whatever your next step is. You've got to personalize it. Otherwise, it ain't going to work. All right. Another no-no for automation is the follow and follow game. And this is very, very common on platforms like Twitter and Instagram. There are a lot of people using robots out there, and I've tried them all. Trust me, they do not work. Do not do this, because what you want to do is follow people you have the intention of engaging with. Do not follow someone just for the sake that hoping that they'll follow you back, and if they don't follow you back, you get all butthurt and unfollow them. Uh Uh-uh. Do not do that. It is shallow and it is insecure and it is not what social media is all about. You follow people because you're actually interested in them, potentially, and you want to get to know them. Now, it's definitely okay to unfollow them down the road if you're like, huh, this person isn't what I thought. That's fine. That's totally normal. And I do that all the time. In fact, I just recently went through my um, personal Instagram account and went through and unfollowed people that I was like, I don't even know who these people are. Or I went through and unfollowed some people, you know, maybe they started their business and they stopped and haven't posted anything on Instagram in six months. I unfollowed those people or just people who was like, Meh, I used to be interested in this topic and I'm not interested anymore. That's totally fine. But the challenge that I'm seeing right now with this follow and follow game is people are using tools that follow someone and then waits like a day and then if they don't follow back they unfollow them and unfortunately it does grow your follower number so yes you'll get more followers that way but the problem is those followers are not as engaged as ones that you've built relationships with so that's the most important thing right now is building relationships with people we're all burnt out on these automations that feel impersonal And this is one of them. So stop doing it. All right, my last one here is on reporting. Um, I love to geek out over the numbers, and you should too. It's very important that you understand exactly what's going on with your social media accounts. If this is a business for you, which if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're taking social media seriously. So thank you for showing up and listening. And if you're taking it seriously, you should be taking your reporting seriously as well. You should be looking at things like how many followers you're seeing grow every month. How much is your reach growing and your impressions? How many comments are you getting? What is the quality of those comments? How many people are clicking that link in your profile if you're on Instagram? Or how many people are viewing your profile if you're on a platform like LinkedIn or Twitter or something like that? You should be monitoring this every single month, but it doesn't have to be manual. You can set up automations to do this. And I, again, use social report for this. Wow, this just turned into like a giant social report ad because they're awesome. Um, Totally unintended. (laughs) Uh, But I use social report to schedule a report 
that sends to my inbox every single month. I do this for myself and all of my clients so that I know every single month I can't ignore it. I have to open that email and look at the report. So it's like a nice little reminder for me to check in and be like, oh yeah, this is the all the awesome things that happened this month. Or, oh my gosh, I thought this was doing really well and it's not, so we need to go back to the drawing board. Otherwise, if you're not checking in on your reporting, you are just living off of hopes and wishes and dreams. You have no idea what's going on. And that's a very dangerous spot to be because what can happen is you'll feel yourself getting um, burned out or disillusioned by social media. You'll feel like you're putting all this time into it and you're not seeing results, but you need those reports in order to see what results you're actually getting. And the cool thing about social report is that I like to pull reports of Google Analytics too, which is you can connect it to the tool. So I like to see, okay, here's how many people visited my profile from Instagram. Instagram's telling me this many people clicked over to my website, but my Google Analytics is telling me this is how many people clicked. This is how long they stayed on the page. This is what they signed up for. I want to get like real creepy and know all of those details so that I can fully understand how things are working or not working when it comes to social media as the top of my funnel for the business. Okay. So I, I automate that through social report. They send me an email report every month. I set it up that way and easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's done. Okay. So I talked a lot about automation. I gave you some tips, things you should and shouldn't automate. And uh, one of the things I want to kind of emphasize here is to start slowly. You don't have to start all of these things at once. The easiest place to start is with content scheduling. See how you can schedule out your social media posts and start there. See what feels good for you. I know for me, I don't schedule everything for my personal brand, but for my business account, like social media for podcasts, I'm scheduling every single post. I even schedule Instagram stories, you know, like I schedule everything because uh, I don't have time. I'll forget. It'll be midnight and I'll be posting and that's not an optimized time for my account at all. So it's, you know, almost a waste if I don't schedule it. So start slowly scheduling. That's the easiest place to start. And then experiment. You don't have to do it the way that I said to do it. Like I said, some of my students find scheduling every single week to be a really good way to schedule. Some of my students find a month, and I have one student who's going for the whole year. You could definitely do that if you want to. Find what feels good for you, find what feels comfortable for you, and where you are the most productive. But definitely have a system in place to do this. Don't just live off of hopes and dreams and wishes, okay? That's a very stressful place to be. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.